Hello everyone, welcome to the Christian Creative, a Christian-based show hosted by me, J.K. Waweru, a visual and theater arts creative, all by grace, none by class. And this is just my perspective, so enjoy. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, and how are you doing? It is so beautiful as always to have you in this space with me and i thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast the christian creative podcast so thank you so much once more um it's been a wonderful week ever since we spoke last last thursday first of all i want to really pass my gratitude to each and every one of you that is listening to me right now we have just surpassed a uh, hundred streams even before i uploaded this uh, this episode for this week we surpassed a hundred streams across all platforms so i'm really really grateful that you took your time to listen to this and you actually shared it to your friends to your family to your acquaintances it's just beautiful and it's um it's wonderful thank you you have a very special place in my heart so thank you so much i really appreciate that and i can only hope that uh, the lord will see you through and the lord will be your reward i cannot be able to reward you so thank you so much once more and god bless you let's continue sharing let's continue engaging with one another beyond even this platform that said like i have been saying ever since i started this podcast i literally decided to make it my goal to make sure that i prepare beforehand i have notes i have uh, a script in place so that i can be able to have a free flowing conversation with you and maybe with the guests that i have on set and and i'm so grateful that that has been able to happen i i didn't i didn't think i could do it but <laughs> um he look at us now it's been four or five weeks down the line and it's just marvelous so thank you so much again for <laughs> for bearing with me but the reason i'm saying this is because today's topic i have i actually have been planning to you know talk about this but i was torn in between three topics and this specific one was not even at the top of the list of the things that i wanted to talk about this week the other two were actually at the top and i was sure i was going going with one of them that is as of sunday but later on in the day after after i, w- I went to church to help to not know the church that i usually fellowship in i went to another church to help with the videography and live streaming when i came back i had a conversation with a friend right here in the house and that is when this specific topic just popped out of nowhere it just started to open up some few different things that some of those things that you never think of and man and then it starts unraveling so that's the whole idea why i even decided to speak about shame today as a christian in this in this channel mostly you'll find that some of the times or most of the times i will be dealing with you know some of those unorthodox topics that you know you usually don't hear being talked about and even if you hear them being talked about not in the way that i will be talking about them so it's not just a ploy to keep you listening to me if it works please by all means come back again but it's just to let you know that it's just my perspective i decide to view it this way 
So shame in the Christian perspective, and that's what I want to engage with you today. I have no guest in studio today. I'm just alone. So uh, I will I will flow, I hope. So the reason why I even started with how I take notes is because this specific topic is one of those topics that I personally have struggled with for a very long time. And I, I will say this, it's heavy. It's heavy even on me to date. I still struggle with the same. You know, sometimes people may listen. I, I listen to some people. I watch some people on YouTube or on TV and I listen to some personalities on radio. And I'm one of them that are guilty to say, you know, these guys, this person looks like they have their entire life, you know, in, in check and everything is going on well. They, are, they, they, they seem to be doing perfect. And I am just one, not one of those people. Like on the other perspective of the people who are producing the content i'm not one of those people that are perfect i am flawed heavily flawed that is why this is one of those topics that actually relate to me a lot disclaimer i am not giving this advice from a point of perfection as well so i am also learning on the job like we all are <laughs> so just uh, feel free to indulge with me anyway shame for me shame it's in general is a mixture how I've come to understand it from personal experience, it's a mixture of regret, guilt, and what-ifs. That is my definition. I have struggled with tiny bits of, you know, habits, um, addictions, and, and, and all that, that result in guilt, uh, regret, and what-if. What if, what if I, I didn't do that? What if I did this instead? What if this might have happened? Or what if that might have happened? So it has accumulated to these three facets, uh, the regrets, the guilt, and the what ifs. These three things have become what I define shame as in my spiritual life. And the three guides that will help us through this whole topic, I guess. So as Christians, I would like for us to try and answer these three questions today. Number one, is it okay to be ashamed? Number two, can shame shape us? And number three, how far can we go with our shame? Or how far can I go with my shame? I think these three topics will give us a basis of where we can maneuver about and how we can be able to handle this topic of shame. I am not the last person to talk about this, neither am I the first. So it means that along the way, many people will come there with their own ideas and with their own thoughts of how to handle this. So let's not throw that out of the window. Let's also be very open to understanding other people's perspective on the same topic. So number one, is it okay to be ashamed? I would like to liken shame to hunger. It's, you know, hunger it's an in, is an inevitable feeling, a desire. Hunger is a need for fulfillment. And that is how I view shame. In the same way, it is an inevitable feeling of inadequacy, a desire to be better. I watch some sci-fi. I'm, I'm more into comedy and, uh, and a few genres of uh, maybe drama and some some action but when i watch sci-fi one thing that i have come to see is that you know there are those missions or yeah missions that require a lot of people to be killed in one place like you see uh, maybe they are they are planning a drone strike it becomes a huge debate on whether or not they should do it it is because they have the conscious that is telling them that this is wrong and some some of them feel like they cannot live with the guilt that is where now 
my idea of shame and guilt comes in and in relation to is it okay to be ashamed for me i'd say yes it's okay to be ashamed because it it shows that you are human and it shows that you have a sense of what is right and what is wrong it shows that in you there is a feeling of inadequacy simply because you know whatever you are about to do whatever you did whatever you're planning to do is wrong and it's going to have some consequences and you're going to maybe regret it you know so for me i'd say yes it's okay to feel ashamed it's actually very important to feel ashamed when you're on the wrong because i think guilt and shame are closely tied together i i think the moment you realize you've done something wrong guilt comes first and then the process that follows next after that the one that actually lasts longer than guilt is shame even if it's just you sometimes the guilt might go away because maybe this person if you did something wrong to somebody maybe you tell them that you're sorry and they are like okay cool we we are cool so the guilt goes away but the shame the shame that you feel after that sometimes it's actually just in a bucket it's just you you continue in that shame sometimes maybe the other person they're done with you but you because of the pain that you felt and the guilt that you felt the shame is continuous so for me that is why i'd say yes it's actually okay to be and to feel ashamed number 2 can shame shapers let's even go back to just that point that i just made on the on the first question feeling ashamed is actually good because it shows that you're human and it shows that you regret what you did so in one or the other that that process by itself has shaped you i mean if it's a need to be better then it must have shaped you in a way let alone the need the idea that you felt off after that incident whichever incident it was or whatever situation that you are in that cost you to feel guilty and ashamed it means that that specific moment instantly shaped you for a more carefully thought future you know the other day i was editing um uh, a sermon by a preacher um they they do morning devotions and in one of them he was talking about how god uses misery and pain to shape us spiritually you know he goes about how paul talks about these and all that and now my 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 mind started opening up to beyond pain and misery things like um like regrets things like like shame for example things like guilt and i'm here wondering is it possible that he also uses these things to actually shape us when we make these small and tiny decisions that are detrimental not only to, to us but the people around us and not only the people around us but even for generations to come in our own lineage you know is it possible that he actually uses these situations to actually shape us i think he does that shows you that yes shame actually does shape us it does shape us in one way or the other the third question and i think this is where we'll get a strong basis on this whole topic how far should i go with my shame i will personally share what i think and what i have experienced personally i have felt that shame and walking around with shame is actually very very hard painful and draggy and it is even more painful than it was the first time i've come to realize shame is like um an untied string of a shoe that you're wearing and you walk around and you keep ignoring it at first when you left the house it was tied it was good and then you maybe you got into a matatu or, or a bus and then when you alighted 
it somehow got untied and you ignored it you said well where i'm going it's not that fast so i'll keep going so you keep walking and then along the way these laces collect dirt and all sort of filth along the way and by the time you're getting where you're getting and you want to tie this lace it's filthy you can't even touch it you just want to remove that shoe or even just remove the lace and throw it away and start all over fresh and that's the same experience i've had with shame and there there's some things in my life that i have done i dis- I, f- i felt so disgusted with myself and i felt so guilty with myself and i decided you know what i can't even be worthy to take this before anyone let alone god and i decided to just walk it walk away with it and along the way because it is deep inside me it is still in there it is still just lacking somewhere in the shadows it kept on you know accumulating filth and dirt along the way and i felt even more disgusted with myself along the way i think that is the that is the problem and now i can be able to tie it up with what the devil does you know he comes and he continues whispering in your ear what you did is so filthy you know you don't deserve even the tiniest bit of mercy you don't deserve anything you don't deserve to go before god you don't deserve to talk to anyone nobody will understand this you're just filthy that is my personal experience these are the voices that i could hear all the time you know this is this is unsalvageable i can't get out from this and along the way it continue to collect filth that is why the question of how far should i go with my shame comes in and i think there are a couple of factors that actually contribute to this long journey with shame and guilt that we decide to take on instead of leaving it behind we decide to just take it on and move with it number one is denial it's the same case in the garden of eden it is the exact same thing that happened in the garden of eden when adam was asked did you eat from the the tree of knowledge of good and evil and his first response is it is the woman who <laughs> enticed me to eat and it's okay like yeah it was the woman so no doubt about that but you see the first line of defense is to pin it on somebody else and the woman is asked and then she says it is the serpent they do not say yes i was wrong and then give a reason they just give the the defense first so it's the denial that we usually have and the denial comes with saying you know if if these rules were not there then this would not have been wrong if the commandment here did not say this then i might not have been wrong and even worse if this does not apply to me if i do not believe in this then there is no need to feel guilty or ashamed it's the same way that atheism works they will deny the existence of god so that they don't feel guilty about doing the wrong things that they do about breaking the moral codes that they break and that is how all of us live you know some of us you'll find that we decide to make some certain decisions and choices in life saying that you know i do this simply because i believe in it and that we use that to eliminate the feeling and the idea of guilt and shame in what we do it's wrong but we decide to do it simply because we want to say that you know what it's wrong but i don't believe in it anyway i don't believe in the sense that i should be this way so i choose to be this other way and we use that to eliminate guilt and shame and now that causes us to eliminate the idea of god at least the idea of god the god of the bible at least the god of the bible because for him what he has aligned and what he has put down for us to follow is absolute 
it does not change it does not accommodate compromise it is absolute and so we decide to follow some bit of it and then decide to say that you know what this this bit does not apply to me i mean you have seen it we have so many churches there are churches that are overwhelmed by the holy spirit there are churches that are overwhelmed with giving there are churches that are overwhelmed with miracles signs and wonders and you'll find that they choose this one facet to walk with and these are the facets they leave them behind and say you know what we do not follow this because it doesn't apply to us we don't believe it is for us and these are the bit they'll say we'll follow this because this other bit does not apply to us so living in denial actually is us putting aside some and then deciding to follow others the other thing is excuses men don't we have excuses <laughs> excuses excuses you know i can't be better at this I can never make the right decision. I have never made the right decisions in my, a right decision in my life, so I might as well just go along with this. This is part of the reason why we or I kept on dragging this dirty shoelaces along the road and it kept on accumulating dirt simply because I had excuses. Man, it's in the middle of the street. I can't just bend and tie these shoelaces. I'm I'm almost to, to where I'm going, so I might just I might as well just get there and tie the shoelaces. Hey, it's not it's not gonna like cause me to trip and fall down so i might as well just you know just, let me just walk to where i'm going and then let me sort it out later excuses 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 and these excuses actually cause us to keep on dragging this baggage because you realize now with guilt guilt comes in and shame comes in and then it causes us to not even interact with god let alone interact with one another interact with god in so many ways at first the problem is hey i've done this and uh i feel um unable to go before god and the only way we go before god naturally is by prayer so prayer ceases and along the way now you don't pray anymore uh, you know um along the way you now start to stop even checking the word or maybe reading the daily devotionals that are sent on your whatsapp or whatever it is that you usually do in terms of reading the word of god or getting fed through the word of god and now that also turns down and now you stop doing that as well and then you start lagging behind in terms of even serving maybe in your own personal ministry or in church ministry so you see like along the way these things actually start to accumulate because of just this single guilt and this single incident of shame it has grown to this huge thing and it is such a tiny thing but in your mind it it grows to exponential sizes and you are not able to move you're not able to continue with life so these are some of the reasons why myself i was struggling with moving forward I asked you guys the same questions the TCC question of the week and these were your responses Jer says I just laid at the feet of Christ because there is always that wave at times and when it hits I can't speak to men I just take it to God the question was do you sometimes feel ashamed does shame scare you and do you feel like uh, shame causes you to be distant from God and you cannot even open up to God because of the shame that you feel and that is what Jer had to say thank you Jer Ed says shame scares me because sometimes we don't want to open up because of the insecurities that we have therefore you get a tendency to hold back the thought of what will these people think of me after this thank you Ed Rosem Duta says I will say me getting saved didn't erase condemnation as soon i had to get into the word of god and see what he says concerning my sin my always to go verse was romans 8:1 and 2 therefore there is no condemnation for those who are in christ jesus for the law of the spirit 
of life in Christ has freed me from the law of sin and death. The reason we are supposed to constantly renew our minds with the word of God by meditating on it and conceiving what God says about us. We should also understand condemnation is from the enemy as he tries to make us believe there is no hope and conviction is from the Holy Spirit who says that there is hope for repentance and eternal life. I totally agree. I totally agree with you, Rose M. Duta, and I agree when she says, you know, condemnation is from the enemy. It is to hold you back from growing spiritually. You know, some of these ploys of the enemy, they're just to drag our growth. They're just to drag our our progress in the faith. And Rosalind says, it is always scary. Kwanzaa for people with trust issues. I'd rather talk to God about it for healing and deliverance. Otherwise, let me take it to my grave. And I asked her, does she or do you feel sometimes that like it's hard to even approach God with the same idea, you know, with the same struggle? And she says, yeah, because you feel too dark and ashamed to even face yourself, live alone, the all-knowing God. Man, that, that, that just that just was like man i thought i thought this was just me <laughs> when you feel so filthy even to yourself you even just condemn yourself and i think that's also another downside you condemn yourself so hard and i asked her so how do you go about it and she said um i questions i ask myself how bad do i want to get over the shame and heal what am i gaining from holding this skeleton and always the conclusion is i'll lose nothing but definitely gain freedom so with the difficulty and struggle i let my heart be naked before him the devil will keep coming at you with shame until he chokes everything in you man that that is just powerful and i don't know what kind of shame or what kind of guilt you are struggling with it is not worth your time it is not worth dragging it along i mean look at people like david you read about what david did the the sins that david did usually i i usually look back at that and i'm like man whatever god saw in this man's heart to call him that he's a man after his own heart man that must have been some other level of you know relationship that even after all these things that david is doing god still looks at him and says this is a man after my own heart so friends you are not the first one neither will you be the last one but holding on to what you're struggling with holding on to the fear holding on to the shame holding on to the guilt it actually continues to destroy you and even once it continues to destroy the relationship you have with God. And you'll find that you have dragged. I mean, look at your life if you're struggling with it. And you'll find that you've put on hold some facets of your life and your relationship with God simply because you felt ashamed. Even, even your own self. Because you will start feeling like you're inadequate to even, you know, do the things that you usually do. If it is working, if it is um, giving advice, if it is, you know, sharing with people. You'll find that you're inadequate because you feel guilty. Because you feel ashamed and you're like, why... Why should people look at me? Why should people desire to talk to me? I am not worthy of it. And you end up being depressed. So here are some few verses as I conclude this uh, this topic. These, these are some few verses to help you and to help myself. Number one, John 3.17. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Number two, 2 Corinthians 5.21. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Christ became our shame. Christ became our guilt. Number three, Ephesians 1, 7. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Hallelujah. Number four, Isaiah 1, 18. 
come now let us reason together says the lord though your sins are like scarlet they be as white as snow though they are red like crimson they shall be as wool that is just so powerful that is god saying those words number 5 first john 1:9 If we confess our sins he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You know, God is willing and God is open to deliver us from whatever it is that we're going through. Personally, even talking about this, I feel like some load is actually lifted from my my back or my shoulders. I also, like I told you, I have also been struggling with this but i feel like this has been a deliverance process just deciding to talk about it and deciding to engage all of you in it and i want to encourage you the same thing just let it go give it to god and definitely definitely you will not absolutely not regret it this is my appeal to you take some time even after listening to this take some time evaluate yourself and if there is any bit of shame any bit of guilt in you i will desire that you actually get to release it to god that he may be able to actually help you through the next step of coming back on your feet and walking forward all right the christian creative of the week goes to baraka espoir you guys uh, last week's episode he was the guest and uh, we had a really engaging conversation about uh, the pressure to conform and the feedback was just amazing so thank you so much for listening in he makes it to the christian creative of the week baraka ispoa i already gave the bio where that he's a he's a student a master student in uh, counseling psychology he already has his degree and he works with way of peace as a youth mobilizer but i also mentioned that he's also a creative and artist and he has done music uh, like bila wewe my favorite song and nitazidi kungoja they are both on youtube baraka espoir espoir is e s p o i r espoir he's from rwanda he has done great things with way of peace he has done great things with father's heart ministry and he continues to do great things even with a, a new a movement that is called africa rise of which i'll not give anything away right now but very soon we are going to have them here on the show so look out for that so continue watching uh, his music on youtube uh, baraka espoir and continue engaging with him and his art thank you so much guys next week we have our second guest on the show so <laughs> watch out for that i i don't know if it's a pattern of a solo episode and then a, a, a guest comes on i don't know i don't know maybe that's it maybe that's not it i I still don't know like I told you there is no definite structure to follow here so we're just going with the flow and the guidance of the holy spirit so next week we have our second guest on the show and the conversation is going to be really one of those tough conversations so watch out for that uh, if you want to know what we'll be talking about um please follow us on our social media platforms uh just interact with us uh on Facebook Twitter and Instagram @rover_jk and you'll be able to know what's happening and even for those who you know watch out for the question of the week that is where you'll be able to know what's happening and when it's happening so until then thank you so much for listening and thank you so much for taking us to beyond 100 streams let's continue growing further and further share this episodes with your friends family relatives whoever it is god bless you see you next week 
hey look at that you made it to the end if that isn't love then it's a lot of love if you enjoyed this episode some feedback a like or even a share would be great god bless you and let's talk again next week